0: You going or am I going? You do it. Welcome back, guys, to a new podcast. Right, <laughs> well, how should we start it? Like that. Yeah, okay, brilliant. All right, welcome back. Thanks for checking out another podcast. Sorry we've been away for a couple of weeks, but we have been busy working on Front. There is some exciting news coming soon with that. Um, just bear with us. Again, appreciate that this is myself and Luke's project. We are full-time employees at our jobs. We are doing this outside of work hours, but we're working hard, we're excited, we're positive, and we know it's going to work well. Thank you for all the support, continued support. Thanks to everyone who's registered to our mailing list. Thanks to everyone that uses hashtag front photography. You're awesome. But today we are talking to Tiffany Ruber. You might recognise her from one of Sean Tucker's most recent videos she is awesome she's busy she's a really good photographer and it was really really cool to have a chat with her for a bit wasn't it
1: yeah it was great she was really interesting and really funny and um also we kept it to under an
0: hour which was delightful I know some of you hate that because you've been sticking around for an hour and a half in our most recent podcast but yeah it's under an hour long which is which is nice you can listen to it in one hit you can fall asleep to it. You won't fall asleep because it's awesome. She's really, really interesting, um, and yeah, it's cool. What, what, I mean, what did we talk about? We spoke about uh, her
1: travels, her traveling, camera bags, camera gear—a bit, tiny bit. Can't remember and that. We one. spoke
0: about kind of what she's got going on. She's got a lot of things going on. If you haven't already, go and check out her Instagram. She's working on what do you call it, where the like a community holiday, I guess, community photo holiday. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she and obviously her like experience in the short amount of time that she's kind of been pushing herself out as like a, a photographer, um, in the grand scheme of things, I guess. So, yeah, it's awesome. Listen to yeah. it, find out, and uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll, hopefully, we'll be catching up with her again in the in the not so distant future. Um, and deep yeah, thanks yeah exactly yeah she, she's very busy but yeah we have got some awesome podcast lineup as well uh, lined up in the coming weeks as well um and we're working on some videos as well so thank you for everyone who's also subscribed to our youtube channel um that's consistently kind of going up which is something we're pushing um so yeah thank you so much for all the continued support and yeah reach out say hello to us we don't bite enjoy go on more please I
1: haven't done
0: that for a while. Yes. Yeah. Great. Right, here
2: we go. Should I should I press continue? Hmm, leave me yeah, team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, really
0: so thank, thanks for joining us, Tiffany. We are super, super pumped <laughs> to have you on as a guest. Happy to
2: be there, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, thank you so much. So, should we just get straight into it?
2: Yes, of course, let's do this.
0: We've got questions we want to ask you, but what we want to know, first of all, is how you got into photography.
2: So uh, a bit by chance, I uh, never wanted to be a photographer. Like, uh, you know, it's kind of a job where you kind of grew up and you're like, oh, I want to be a photographer. It's a good thing. And I always thought it would be something to not reachable in a way. Uh, and I kind of started taking photography, I would say, like 10 years ago when I started traveling yeah and uh yeah and then it just starts from there you know and uh, i remember one day i was in australia and my dad came to visit me and he was like oh it's cool what you do well aren't you a photographer and you know usually it's the opposite it's you you want to be a photographer and your family is kind yeah. of no oh, come on yeah. don't you want to be a lawyer or something yeah and i remember I a yeah <laughs> exactly and i was like i oh, no, not know i'd rather keep this as a hobby mm, but then yeah. he didn't know but he kind of puts an idea in my mind and i was like what if <laughs> And yeah, from then I started taking it a bit more seriously. I studied for a year, Uh, I did a master of photojournalism in London. Yeah. And then you know, it was a bit on and off. I loved it, I hated it, I wanted to stop, I wanted to do it again. And a couple of years ago, I was like, no, okay, enough. That's that's what I love, that's what makes me, you know, feel, make me happy. So that's why I'm gonna gonna be doing as long as I can. And yeah.
0: you actually touched upon one of the questions that we got on our Instagram that someone wanted to ask you and that was about yeah. the course that you did was it the was it the University of Arts in London Yeah
2: of London yeah I did a documentary and a photojournalism master uh, Yeah um, I'm, yeah
0: you actually said today so I don't know when this podcast is going out but you put on your Instagram that you originally fell in love with like documentary style photography
2: Yeah yeah exactly <laughs> that's yeah
0: I'm guessing you still love that, but there's other things that you do
2: as well, right? I love it, I love it. Well, I'm more, I guess I'm taking more portraits now. Uh, I love documentary photography. If I could just do this, I would, but I find it a bit hard, you know, to find the right client or the right medium to, you know, help you diffuse in your art. I mean, your picture and everything. So that's why I'm, uh, I told you I'm, I've been a bit in love and hated this whole photography thing. Cause first yeah. I was like, I want to be a documentary photography photographer yeah. and it was also for me a way to kind of uh, stay rational you know to be like okay this is serious it's not just art because I never consider myself as an artist yeah and when you study photojournalism I consider myself more as a journalist you know sometimes you know yeah. there is this kind of rationalism right, yeah things. yeah I, I, yeah. I so was work. like you know if anything I can still be a journalist and then actually you no, know, I went all in photography uh, forgetting a bit the journalist aspects and that's yeah. what I would love to go back to bit to go back to yeah
0: it's good that you say that because like for me personally and I'm sure it's the same for you look I'm sure it's the same for all photographers we all have like a love-hate relationship with photography I yeah. feel like I'm going through that kind of like hate stage at the minute yeah. <laughs> I, I especially doing front right I'm looking at photos all day every day but at the same time I hate my work at the moment or I'm not inspired enough to go yeah. out and shoot all the time. Classic. But then yeah, but then you find something. So like for me personally, I'm quite into portraits at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, the weather's not the greatest in England, is it? So I always feel right. like, like what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. And then so that that's why I'm in this kind of like hate stage. But at the same time, you know, I could wake up tomorrow and I'll be motivated and I'll go out for a month and love every single day of it. But exactly. Same same with everything, I guess though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I got brought quite easily. That's why photography first was a bit, you know, uh, I had to travel, I had to move out and I have to yeah, make a lot of change in my life to finally be, okay, now I am happy with it. Mm. And I found this happiness here in London, actually. Yeah. That's where I was yeah. like, yeah, I love it. And I love it more and more. That's the, the surprising thing, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it is a beautiful, although very gray sometimes, it is a beautiful city. And it is, I think it's so inspiring to go out and shoot it. And, and especially like when the sun's out, summer is like, mate, summer in London is amazing. I love,
2: I'm in love with the summer in London. And even mm. when it's gray, you know, the, the sky acts as a diffuser. So it's mm. perfect for portraits. So I'm like, actually it's, it's the best, you know. I started taking pictures in Australia and for me that was, okay, I need light. And I'm from Marseille, south of France, which is very sunny as well. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's the way. But then, no, I love it here. I love yeah. The yeah
0: it's it's marseille i I might be wrong here but there is a couple that i watch on youtube who do vlogs and they've just traveled through uh france which is beautiful by the way Mm -hmm. Um, and they were saying marseille is up there with one of the best places to visit but it can be a bit on the pricey side in certain areas
2: and they're priced
0: yeah you mean it's, it's, it's expensive
2: well, when you live here in London, no, yeah, no, no, exactly. no, no, yeah, that, no. That's, that's no, what I not. thought,
0: they from Wales, so you know. Maybe uh, okay,
2: there. that's why they're yeah. not from London, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, is <laughs> yeah, great.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah like, it is, it's a nice city, i love to go back to yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, with, when you. Yeah, you said when you were studying photography, did it kind of like kill the love of photography a little bit, just?
2: um Not it? funny, because this is when I start getting an interest in photography, like yeah, I think, it, like i was in australia in 2012 i started taking pictures there and in 2013 i got enrolled in that master Mm. so that's when i was like i didn't know anything about photography you know i knew like the basic the technique Mm. but they taught me the theory the big names the photographer the the history and i think that's why it's uh, it's fascinating yeah yeah
0: yeah (laughs) we're also blessed with youtube and social media platforms as well
2: right exactly so like i said already like i didn't he didn't teach me how to take pictures he teach me yeah it kind of helped me to know yeah, better to book. know more of yeah and yeah. then yeah youtube taught me all about you know the all this aperture sort thing that first you're like, mm. give you like you know yeah, Then you yeah. like this yeah. you watch a few youtube videos you fell in love with some photographers and you want to shoot like them and that's how it started really mm. yeah
0: that's really good i feel like you know everyone has their own kind of story about how they're going to photography or how they've gone through the stages of falling out of love with it and find it but it's the same as me Like I studied photography at college 15 years ago yeah. and I didn't love it well I, I loved it because I'd already lo- I already liked photography so for me it was like well obviously I'm going to go and study it but I didn't enjoy the the classes as much as I kind of wanted to yeah, and then yeah,
1: yeah
0: leaving college and then doing my own thing just for the fact that I loved loved photography and film made me love it so much more I mean, exactly I'm
2: yeah, it's a bit the same. Like, I'm very grateful, actually, for the people I met during yeah. the Master, you know, rather than what I've learned. Honestly, yeah. I'm like, oh, like I've been so lucky I was able to learn, you know, like to 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 go to school, like school in London, a bit pricey, so I'm so grateful for that. But I'm like, I wouldn't encourage anyone to do this. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but yeah. like just make connection, be curious, read books, spend your life on YouTube the first years maybe, but... But then yeah, it's nice for you know to meet the right people because I don't come from a creative group. Like my friends are not necessarily creative or artist or photographer. So it was a nice way to get kind of, you know, in total immersion for for a year. So it was nice yeah. just for that. Yeah.
0: It's weird because I remember reading. Like, I remember watching the Sean Tucker video of yourself, um, which is awesome, by the way. And- you know to be on a Sean Tucker video as well that's a Uh, quite honor as well right but uh, I remember you saying in there that you started off doing like landscape work and documentary style photography and I think like all photographers you know like like me now like I just like to photograph life but at the same time I will still go out to shoot um you know and I don't always have a plan sometimes I'm like okay I'm taking a roll of film out and I'm going to shoot it yeah that's the best (laughs) at the same time there's certain like like, you you know your portraiture is phenomenal right and I love that Mm -hmm. I like that we're connected to somewhat your life in a way do you know what I mean like you can like for me I I relate to a lot of it and not necessarily because it's you and you know your wife or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be but it's what I'm into right but then at the same time you might get into landscape photography next year and it's just how that path kind of goes exactly you you might not you might not yeah
2: absolutely that's why I don't want to get stuck into you know something uh yeah yeah yeah, like today I published this more documentary driven uh photography you know and that's why I love as well and maybe a few days before I published something about my wife being a bit more intimate and you would say okay but well, don't you want us to create two Instagram page for us to send because this is mm-hmm. me, you know, boss. Or what I love to do, yeah. it's what I want to share and that's okay, you know? And I think also there is that touch maybe in the, ultimately the edits, the, the colors, the light you choose, you know, this kind of thing, maybe that's the, what give my all work some yeah. kind of yeah. harmony. But if not, it can be anything, landscape, uh, kind of nude, photography, documentary, I mean, it's, yeah, it's your sensibility as a as a whole, as a person.
0: Yeah. Do you find that, you find that it, like, especially living in London or living in the UK in general, right? Yeah. So obviously our seasons are quite varied. Like our winters are dark and cold mm-hmm. right, and and summers, you know, maybe not this year, but summers tend to be, you know, we get nice light until late in the yeah, year. Yeah, it's like super. That.
2: Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so like your photography, like I know that you love light, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bit harder to do in the winter especially if you're kind of doing stuff in the day but yeah how do you kind of work around that because a lot of your photography is also inside because yeah. i feel like you'd be taking a photo regardless if it was for work paid not paid you'll have a yeah. camera close by in any situation so do you still kind of keep motivated regardless
2: of what you're doing yeah definitely like um, recently i got into this kind of a neon photography light you know uh, and we are very gifted with that in London. Like if you just go to central London, you got all those lights everywhere. So I have this in my mind right now, I wanna create a project, uh, just yeah, playing with the light, you know, nightlife a bit. And I never really done that, really. I never really pushed it. And that's something I always thought was so beautiful. Mm. So yeah, because now the day are gonna be shorter, it's gonna be darker, quicker. So I'm like, okay, I need to have something, you know, kind of kind of a project that pushed me to keep shooting all the time. and make it something that i like shooting and yeah so that's going to be my new my new thing
1: yeah that's that's cool yeah it's so easy to get into that kind of like i can't go out because it's dark or it's cold yeah no
2: and especially not in london that means i will be shooting what two months in a year you know (laughs) so I i need to find stuff like the past the last two uh winter i've been to brazil because of the situation mm. because of my wife being from there. So it was easier to spend the whole winter there and I could just take pictures all the time. Nice. But I intend on spending my winter here this year. So yeah, I need something to, yeah, to be more. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. and what, what, what's so, uh, you know, I'm sure people are going to ask and we actually had a couple of questions about it earlier. What cameras are you using?
2: I used, I don't know if you see them right there. I used, uh, yeah, a my favourite is yeah oh, let me grab it i will make you a little introduction <laughs> okay so the one that i use most of the time um will be that one the leica m240 hmm, nice. which is a digital camera hmm. yeah i yeah. used to have i well,
0: i've actually got another question for you but well, I'll, I'll ask that after you after you spoke about your
1: cameras.
2: All right. So yeah, I used to shoot uh, with the Canon A1, which is an analog camera, which I love so much that I got three of them. You know, one for the color, one for the black and white, and one because you never know. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah. laughs> um, why not? You know, this
2: just kind of one. Actually, it was broken, and then I wanted it again. But, uh, but yeah, I love this one so much. Like now, yeah. it's I don't know. Uh, I love. I still love to shoot analog, and I still do it, but. Um, yeah, I just find, I just find my, my, my best friend, you know, <laughs> yeah. because it's, it's the same kind of, you know, you go very slow, everything is manual,
1: mm-hmm.
2: just take your time, that's what I love with analog. And then when I discovered that camera, which is still old, you know, for, mm. I think now there's the M10R and this yeah. is the M240, which is quite old yeah, so yeah, when it comes to digital, you know, you need yeah, to upgrade, yeah. but I love it because you got this uh, analog touch as well, because it's mm. old. And on the top of that, I got this lens that is a bit vintage as well. So it gives this analog touch. So once again, it's, yeah, it gives that style that whether I'm shooting with this one or the A1, I love that sometimes people got confused, you know, not really knowing yeah, really yeah. what I'm shooting with. And once again, it's my vision, and this is just um, a tool, you know, to express yeah. myself. So
0: I think that's the key. That's the key thing to get across. It's your vision. It's how you want to take, how, yeah. how you want to portray your photos, right? So, and like we always get questions because, you know, where you know where we run our Instagram account and stuff like that. A lot of people message us and be like, "Oh, do you, it's through no plan. We don't mean to just post film photography or just post digital. It's, we generally like a lot of the photography we see, and we don't care if it's the look by of the phone, it." Yeah. Doesn't matter. If it's taken on analog. it Doesn't matter. Exactly. It's format. It doesn't matter what we exactly. like are the photos. I mean, you know? yeah, the like... behind them or the journey that you've taken to get that photo. Do exactly.
2: I'm you know? I'm sure you've heard of Joe Greer. I'm not sure if I Joe said Greer, right. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe Greer. And I love I love because first he used to shoot just digital, then he switched for film, and even his bio on his Instagram was like film photographer, and yeah. now he just shoots with his iPhone as well, and he's so amazing. And now he's just Project. photographer. Because yeah. whatever you use, is just, you know, you're just a photographer, yeah. no matter, yeah, sometimes I use, yeah, Polaroid as well, I mean, you don't care, yeah, yeah, as much as you have fun and you just, you know, I love this camera because it's small, it's compact, I can just sometimes have my picture the same day, but sometimes I just want to shoot just film because yeah. the fact of taking film gives me pleasure, I don't care about the weather, I can, yeah. you know, you, like nowadays you can just reproduce mm-hmm. anything you want, it's all about the pleasure you take, so...
0: That's it. Like, like like going back to what I was saying earlier, tomorrow you might wake up and be like, I'm just into shooting film. I want that. I want, you know, I'm yeah. back in love with it. I, I don't want to see my results. I, I like the kind of closeness yeah. of it all. And then the next day you can wake up and be like, well, I'm going somewhere. I'm going to take take the yeah. I'm, exactly. I'm the same. I've just So I've actually just sold a Canon A1. And mm. I've, had it. I've had it for five, six Add
2: years.
0: And to me, I will have four, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I'll be hit you up for another one. But I, uh, I was emotional uh, to get rid of it because it was kind of like my first analogue camera when I got back into photography Ah, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: But to be fair, I have only replaced it with a Minolta X700. Oh, nice. Which, you know, is somewhat similar, similar. But then mm-hmm. I have the Fujifilm X100F, which... Uh-huh you know, kind of like you're so like good. a... Guess, yeah, it's so a small, so nice.
2: Version. Yeah. But I love
0: it, I love it, right? And nice. I take that everywhere with me because I know that yeah. nev- I've never got an excuse to not shoot that. Exactly. Um, I don't know, you go through stages, don't you?
2: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. nice so nice. I love those little cameras.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so if you were shooting analogue, do mm-hmm. you have a go-to kind of film stock that you'd use, or go-to kind of settings that you'd use? Or or again, is it just a case of um, like, how do you
2: feel so- like I got the two Canon EY that I have. One of them is, um, you know, the program mode. So you don't even set your your shutter.
1: Mm-hmm. Your, um,
2: yeah, uh, Which is what I started with. So I love to shoot um, full aperture, like the, the smallest one. So I love this kind of blurry. So that mm-hmm. if I use this one, I would just go the minimum, which I guess is 1.4, because I love yeah. 50 millimeters. Uh, yeah, if not, it depends. When it comes to film stock, I started using Portra because you know, wasn't taking any risks. Well, it's yeah. classic, it's nice. And then I got a bit more into some kind of moody uh, style theme, you know, Lomo, uh, Cine Steel. What did I have as well? Black and White. I love the uh, Ilford. I don't know mm-hmm. if you say Ilford or Ilford. Ilford.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't
2: know uh, like I don't I don't have my go-to. I just use a bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, recently I discovered Ultramax, you know, Ultramax oh, the yeah, 400. Right. Kind of is the same as portrait, but way way cheaper. Cheaper, so that was my go-to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But everything's going up nowadays. But I think I think everyone's the same when they get into photography, or especially a kind of analog film photography. Everyone wants to shoot portrait because they're a hipster and they want the best results. But then at the same time, you kind of deep dive a bit more, and then you try loads of other things, then you go back to portrait because you know it's actually really good. And then and then go through these different stages again. Yeah, it's
2: nice to play as well. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah a mix of everything i don't have my my favorite one yet so it's just yeah
0: yeah so what, what what draws you to what has drawn you the most to kind of like portrait photography then? It, it, is it just because you've stumbled in it because you've been taking photos of your mm-hmm. wife or is it a case that there's something else there
2: yeah i think it was my travel as well you know because first i thought i would never take portraits because i was a bit shy i hated uh directing people oh, yeah i remember yeah. when i started because i had two four jobs you know because well landscape didn't pay (laughs) who's going to give me money (laughs) um I remember people telling me oh let me know what I have to do and I was like yeah don't worry, it's perfect the picture was terrible because it wasn't right and I I was so shy or scared to tell them maybe do that or put you you know I hated that so uh but then when I traveled uh I think it was um went to Senegal like some country in Africa and I mean as cliche as in my phone you know you can just take Great portrait there, and I would just approach people, ask them to look at me, and their eyes. I was like, "Yeah, something's going on there," and that's that's what I want to be yeah. photographing, you know. And then I tried to, so I would just take portrait while traveling, like portrait that I actually enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Why well, don't try to get this feeling as well with people around me?" You know, people that don't necessarily belong to a culture that is totally different from mine. Yeah, and uh, so then I try to get more get closer. Because I think for me, that's a bit the key, you know, to kind of connect with the, the person you're photographing, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, by doing so, I was like, oh, you know, was yeah, when I was editing my picture, I was like, okay, that's, I love that. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I love this feeling so much so that I start getting into it. And now that's what I love doing.
0: Yeah, I think I can see that in your work as well, because I, I, I mean this in the most complimentary way possible. Yeah. Your photography, you can clearly see that there's more than trying to take the perfect picture or a pretty yeah. picture. It's about capturing a moment, That's right?
2: Good to hear, yeah. If
0: something's a little bit blurry, so yeah, what? If something's exactly. a little bit out of focus, so what? Or you know, if you've cropped someone's arm off, so what? But you yeah. can you can look at those photos. And like you said, because you're that little bit closer, it leaves the mind to the imagination to kind of go, well, what what else is around it, right? Which I exactly. think I think is powerful. Well,
2: Definitely. thank you. That's a great compliment because that's exactly what it is. Like uh, some people, they're like, "Can you can you take a picture that is not blurry?" I'm like, "Actually, I, actually, I can, but I I don't care. I don't. I'm not even sure I want to." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's and that's why work. I love with this camera as well, you know, because it's manual. I'm mostly shooting with a 35, which means I need to be very close for the person, and sometimes, yeah, I don't know. It's more but what I feel rather than the perfect result, you know. If not, I will have a reflex camera with a 135 i don't yeah, know it's not my thing and now at least now i'm aware of that you know yeah, when i first yeah, started yeah. i didn't know i i had a lot of lenses i used to shoot with a 5d you know the mark ii mm. back then i had all other lenses and i was like Phew. no and i just yeah, sold everything yeah that's yeah. cool yeah uh,
1: yeah i'm not into that kind of like having loads of different lenses for and then you can never decide what to use and every time you go out if you go and do some street yeah. photography you're like ah oh, you end up taking the whole backpack yeah with
2: you. and that's that's so nice now yeah i just have my little backpack pop, put this mm-hmm. and voila <laughs> Done. yeah i
1: do
0: that i have like a little man bag thing that i carry a camera around in which is that's great so right good. yeah. But then then sometimes especially if me and luca going out to like make a video or something like that I've got like a suitcase with me, but it's Ah. not full of lenses. It's full of different cameras. But then in my head, I'm like, why?
2: Yeah.
0: Maybe I'll shoot medium format.
2: Ah, And then I'll be like, like, oh, maybe
0: I'll shoot digital. But really, I should just go out with a camera. And I've started doing it more recently. I've been taking out this little shit point and shoot camera. Mm. I I want to do
2: this as well yeah I want one I I need to ask you for advice because I want one yeah just to you know (laughs) there's
1: better people than me to ask for (laughs) (laughs) advice
2: whatever the one you have
1: but we've yeah we've been talking a lot about point and shoots recently just -hmm. between ourselves but there is a million different things out there isn't there but yes
2: that's the thing as well but yeah just one that you You don't even think you know proof yeah (laughs) Yeah. I think when
0: you're kind of capturing you know, day-to-day life, right? You're not going out and planning a shoot or, you know, looking for something to take a photo of. When you're taking a photo of something that just happens in front of you, whether it be family, friends, or just that's in front of you, that's where you can be a bit forgiven on yourself and you don't have to put the pressure of taking this
2: perfect photo. Yeah, of. exactly. capture the moment. Do you know what Yeah, I mean?
1: that moment, yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got to look... Um, I, I bought this little point-and-shoot the other day, but you can't turn the flash off so ah. like, it, it's, yeah. So I was like I, I tried to take a photo of someone in the street the other day and it just the flash went off in their face and I was like and it was the middle of the day as well yeah I was like it's not and ideal and it's really loud did uh, that
2: person notice did you say anything or? yeah yeah it just yeah.
1: got a funny look so ah, okay great. but um but that happens all the time anyway uh, but yeah if you look for one you've got to look for something where you can turn the flash off it's crazy. You know? yeah. <laughs> I think it goes back to
0: like location as well like do you know what going back to Joe Greer yeah obviously he was mm-hmm. in New York for however many years right and you know he, he takes incredible photos but you yeah. know there's a lot of good photographers there's a lot of good street photographers from New York right but sure. I see his work and he loves where he lives like, I know he doesn't live there now but he loved it right and we all complain yeah. about where we are like you're in London but you love london right but yeah me and luke always complain about where we live and like oh, ah. no but we challenge ourselves we push ourselves to go out and take photos and yeah you know there are things to take but i don't know it's not london is
2: it <laughs> no yeah. i'm in love with the city so nothing yeah, i can yeah. i can say yeah. everyone's like wow you're from the very sunny south of france and yeah. i'm like yeah but there's something True. about the energy here definitely
0: this is a nice little segue into my next question. So you mm-hmm. say you love London, but I swear you're out of the country every week going somewhere uh- <laughs> in the world. So yeah, what, what have you
2: Maybe got? that's why I love it that much, you know, because yeah, I can escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: in short, <laughs> short doses. So yeah, what what have you got going on at the moment? Because I know you're doing a lot of traveling, but I know you've got the, um, the travel... Uh,
2: travel with me uh the thing to that's mexico yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 we can talk about this that's fine
0: I d- okay brilliant yeah so i know you've got that coming up and i'm guessing there's a whole lot of work that goes around arranging something like that and uh, yeah. you've got all your other projects you're working on so yeah can, can you tell us a little bit about yeah
2: it? yeah so yeah so i i came back from this kind of ethic uh, last month that was amazing i had an exhibition group exhibition in madrid uh hmm. solo exhibition in paris so yeah, that was great. It was just a couple of days, you know, but um, that, was, that was amazing.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, yeah, and I'm planning a trip to Mexico. I'm partnering, do you say partnering? I mean, I'm yeah. having partners yeah, with a the, with the travel agency and they send me to Mexico um, to do some kind of photo trip, you know? So I'm gonna gather some people in love with photography. Don't have to be professional at all, just passionate, you know, that's, that's how I started in a way. Yeah. So it would be nice to get this kind of, so, this kind of people on board. And yeah, we're just gonna go there for a couple of days, visit a few places, take a lot of pictures and yeah, just like share this passion, you know?
1: Yes. Like I said, like
2: I wasn't really surrounded by people, photographer or passionate about photography when I wanted to be one, a photographer. So I thought it would be great for, you know, to just to be with bunch of photographer, amateur, whatever, for like a little week and go to Mexico. So this is in February. So everyone is more than welcome to come.
0: Oh. I was gonna say, are there still places left, or is it? A, there's, yeah, there
2: are still a few places. I, I want to keep it small so I can exchange with everyone. We can all kind of be friends, you know. For for the week, it can be a bit intimidating if there are a lot of people, you know. I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable.
0: Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, there
2: are still places, uh, you know. Like it's still quite a big thing. Not everyone can just fly to Mexico in yeah. three, four months. I'm sure, after
0: you know. twenty minutes of everyone being together and thinking how amazing it is. Guess, I'm with hoping best yeah. by the end of the day. Do you know what yeah, I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I hope so. Well, I'm to be
0: happy. fair, I think we average around 20 million listens on this podcast a, a day at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so perfect. Sure.
2: So, so come on board, <laughs> guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. We'd love to. Luke's yeah. just had a baby. He's got a new baby. So he's got yeah. an excuse to get out of everything he wants to do.
2: Congrats.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You can hear him. That, That's yeah. awesome, then. So I'm yeah. guessing you still do like a lot of work as well, you know kind of like paid work you know paying the bills so to speak
2: Uh, yeah um the thing is when i you know i told you earlier that i i went to brazil two years in a row for quite a long time so that's the thing in the photography industry you know if you're not there if you're not here to say i'm i'm there look at me that's my new work you kind of fade away into people's mind and because you know they need to have people available so i'm back since since this summer and i'm trying to be a bit more um because i've i've been working on a lot of personal projects and now i need to be working on client projects so i'm kind of starting everything again you know what i mean like this kind of okay i'm back to london uh yeah that's me i'm a professional photographer and i need uh, to pay my rent so hi (laughs) (laughs) rather than just me traveling around take picture of my wife and the beautiful landscape and posting on instagram it is nice But this doesn't pay the
1: the rent. So. Yeah, yeah. What what do you do when you need to, like, look for work? Because we always have people ask us, um, "How how do I become a professional photographer?" And,
2: and we're like,
1: "Come down and say that we're not professional photographers." And, and yeah, ah. and it's like we uh, when we talk to people and we say, "Have you got any questions?" It's always something that comes up. So yeah, like, yeah, because- it's probably maybe a hard question to answer, but is there anything that you would say to people who were like, what do I do? How do I start? Kind just of reach
2: out, reach out. Make sure you have a little portfolio, like 10 pictures on a nice, neat PDF, and mm. just send email to the right client. You know, That's like, honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm more an uh, administration person than a photographer. I send so yeah. many emails, you know? But yeah. weirdly enough, the, the best job that I had it's people coming to me so that's something but before that you know I I worked so much I sent so many emails and reached out to so many people Uh, and then eventually one day yeah you have that one client for me was Leica. that is that was amazing, that just came to me and I was like, okay, that's so sweet, thank you so much. Um, I
0: can retire now, Leica contacts I, like have contact. me. Anytime. And I give an <laughs> amazing
2: And Yeah, yeah no, well, no, because it, it was one com- uh, time thing, you know, And I, but then it leads on something else. I'm gonna ge- be giving a workshop next year for, oh, for right. them.
1: Oh, great, for so, the Academy, is that?
2: For the, yeah, the Leica Academy, exactly. <laughs> So for me, that's you know that's. If you would have told me when I first, yeah, yeah, sure. Actually, had a
0: question about Leica. So we, well, it's a kind of a bit of a two part, I guess. So we were talking to one of our friends who was actually on one of our podcast episodes a couple of months ago, um, called Paul Hughes. Now he's a photographer for uh, Guinness World Records, so he does a lot of photography for Guinness World Records. You know, he's he's photographing some amazing people that he's meeting, breaking world records and stuff like that. But he still somewhat has a bit of a creative freedom to do what he wants within those shoots. Mm. And as a photographer, he still gets to go out and shoot. But if you look at his personal work compared to his paid work, they're very, very different. But I know that you, well, obviously you just said that you, you've you worked with Leica now, but I remember you saying in the Sean Tucker video that Leica pretty much gave you the, the equipment To go out and shoot how you want to shoot anyway. That that
2: was my job. (laughs) Surely that's
0: it. So I just wanted to know a little bit more about. Oh, so that was the the question. Yeah. Well, no. Well, the question was, you know, a was it was it great to have that kind of experience and connect with Mm. them on that level to go out and shoot your own kind of things, or B, did you kind of want to do something like? Well, the question was. Were you asked to do a certain type of photography? Yeah. So, of the, so this
2: is product. gonna yeah. So I'm just gonna rewind, and this is gonna be also an answer I'm gonna bring to your previous sketch question, which was, what advice would you give to someone who wants mm-hmm. kind of make it? Shoot what you love. Shoot what you love. Don't shoot what you think will bring you money. Because by shooting what I love, which back then, so we were, I think it was, uh, it was yeah, it was before you know COVID pandemic, all of that. Um, I was taking, I started taking a lot of pictures already of my wife, of Carla, and I was just posting them, and when they saw this picture, they contacted me saying, okay, we're launching uh, on Instagram, Uh, we are launching, it was the monochrome Q2, a camera, and uh, yeah, we would like you to shoot a project with it, you know, just to promote it. What kind of project, like, uh, is there any kind of guideline? They said, no, that's the thing, we want your vision. I was like, okay, that's uh, that's amazing. amazing, And from that, I shoot a I shoot what I was doing already, which is my everyday life with Carla mm. and they loved it. So it was on the blog, like the international blog on every social media and everything. And following that, because people kind of liked it, they asked me to, to do a workshop, which is gonna happen next year. That's so true. yeah, shoot what you love, you know, because if I was a bit shy or a bit too conscious about kind of what the society expect to me, I will never put picture of my wife on the internet, this kind of thing, you know, but because that makes me happy. Yeah maybe somehow yeah that's something that touched more people i don't know but so yeah yeah well,
0: like... I, I tried to shoot my a photo of my missus in the shower but she just kicked me so uh, <laughs> it works for some people not for. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if yeah
0: yeah that's great especially you get to, like like going back to what you're saying about reaching out and connecting with people like you've now built somewhat of a relationship with them right so you've gone from shooting the camera for them to now doing a workshop which is great um
2: exactly we
0: found the same like we've obviously we haven't launched yet by the time you listen to this we might have but i doubt it But, but anyway um we haven't launched our website as of this recording right so We've had to like pitch our idea, so we're reaching out to people, and we're like, "There's no way anyone's going to support us. There's no way anyone's going to mm. care about what we're doing," and we are literally blown away by the the, the support the that we've received and the oh, so nice. that we get. And now to the point where, like, even today, we've got the nicest message on Instagram. Someone saying, like, they basically want to get into film photography because they've watched a couple of our videos, listened to a couple of podcasts. And so they're, nice. They're, yeah, it was yeah. just a message saying, "Oh." i didn't know about these photographers that you've spoken to it makes me want to go out and shoot and that's kind of what we're doing you know
2: we that's want to amazing, help, yeah. help do
0: yeah. that and it's a, it's a sense of reward isn't it
2: yeah it's, it's the best feeling like uh, when someone tells you oh you inspire me to do something it's the, because for me being inspired is the best state you know when you woke yeah. up in the morning and you're like you know you're not heard you're just inspired you want to do stuff that's the best feeling so yeah when you receive this kind of message it's like okay cool you know then, yeah, yeah. yeah best satisfaction yeah
0: is there anything that kind of is there any anything you do in a day or anything that you would say motivates you more than anything else? Have you got any kind of tricks and tips to stay motivated?
2: Well, apart from obviously watching, you know, my photographer that I like, sometimes just flipping a book. I love I love to look at a photo bag.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Looking at photo bags inspire me so much. You know, I'm just picturing myself. Photo bag that I cannot even afford, you know, like the um, what is it? The Ona bag? You know those bags, Ona or Una? I'm not even sure. I follow the Instagram I've seen them, but they're so expensive. Maybe maybe it's the way. I, maybe it's the way I said it. But you know this kind of. And some sometimes just watching them is like, oh, I can picture myself going somewhere. What I would put inside? I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. <laughs> but you inspire me so much. Uh, then yeah, just randomly looking at books. I love photo books. Um, and then yeah, ultimately sometimes just going with your camera. You know. I don't have special stuff. Well, the, the photo bag is quite special. But yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's, I like, I like, that's a good answer. Because like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like no matter where you are in your kind of photo photography career, right, whether mm-hmm. you be an amateur who just likes taking photos at the weekend or you're someone who gets paid every day, when you go into a camera shop, you geek out, right? You look yeah. at things that you, you don't need. You, yeah, really yeah, yet, but you still yeah. do not have a look at it yeah. and I like me, that it's camera bag, so I like that. That's a good show, yeah.
2: It's kind of the same, actually. Yeah, true, yeah,
0: yeah. I actually picked one up in charity. <laughs> so shop I, in, you know? I, I was in Brighton um, a couple of months ago, and I went into the, a charity shop there, and they had a camera bag. And like you, then I was just like. That's perfect, I can put it on yeah. me, it can fit at least two cameras in, so I'm good. gonna use it every minute of every day. I used it for about a week and then it just became another
1: bag that I've got. But I don't yeah, and then you're just that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> too many accessories. Yeah, that's the thing I was worried about. Like, I've got a little bag, I think I bought it for a fiver from a charity shop and I was looking at those like peak design new ones and it's not like insanely expensive, but I was thinking I'm buying a bag, put my camera in, to yeah. go out with my camera but why would my camera need to be in the bag like if I you're
2: just, gonna if you're gonna have it in your hand you mean? Just
1: <laughs> need to carry my camera around if and if i don't have anything to put it in i'll only be holding my camera and that's gonna and make it more picture. photos so I, I kept trying to get my head around it and then i went to buy it and then right. i was like uh, I don't know but I get that kind of feeling yeah. like I like looking at it and I was watching the videos of people using it on YouTube and like what you can fit in
2: there
1: yeah and I thought I need it I need it and it's yeah. it looks so good but yeah. still haven't done it
2: and you know like also the poor visualization hard what to say let me <laughs> visualization yeah I said it right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah there was that bag is from portland um that i've seen on someone's instagram feed one day and uh, and i was like i'm very minimalist like i'm not i'm not buying a lot of stuff like even like i said my gear is one body camera one two lens so you yeah, know you know so when you visualize visualize oh, yeah. so now i cannot say it right <laughs> Something. So when I saw that bag, I was like, oh, I can see myself living in the morning, maybe, you know, making a coffee, putting my camera inside, going, you know, and, and, I, and I had that thought for a while, you know, and it motivated me to, to go take pictures. So when I finally received the bag, because they were not even delivering friends, in France, a friend living in Chicago needed to bring it to me anyway uh you know makes me really want to take this picture and to reproduce the stuff that i had for so many days you know what i mean yeah yeah. Yeah, so sometimes it's just as simple as this as well just a little motivation yeah
0: yeah Yeah, that's great i wanted to ask a question about kind of how you use social media it kind of seems to be a subject that we talk to a lot of our guests about and it's not something that we plan to ask but yeah it's nice to know the opinion but because obviously you know we've spoken to people that are just you know they're hobbyists right they just want to They just enjoy photography and they just use Instagram when they've taken a photo, they put something up. We've we've spoken to people that use Instagram very differently or other social media outlets. Mm -hmm. And then we've spoken to people that run businesses and they they have to kind of keep up with the latest trends. But do you use it in any way? Do you feel the pressure of the the kind of ever-changing social media platforms or algorithms or do you just use it as as a journal?
2: Yeah, no, exactly as a journal. I think I'm very happy not to... Uh, like my Instagram started developing maybe one year and a half ago, you know, I would say yeah. mm-hmm. before I didn't even, I didn't even know how many followers I have not two years ago. Time, well, time goes so fast now with mm-hmm. COVID yeah. and stuff. I'm losing track of time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it started developing quite quickly, you know, and I'm so happy that because you know, now it's, it's getting a bit bad with the algorithm and all of that. Mm. Uh, so I'm so happy that mine start kind of getting good now because Everyone that was doing so good when the Instagram was kind of, you know, chronological and everything, everyone is complaining so much about Instagram. And I'm loving it because for me, you know, that's good now. And for me, it's a tool. And it allowed me to exchange with people. The way I publish is very organic. Like, I'm loving a picture. I'm putting it. Of course, I'm going to pay attention to um, the insight. You know, I'm not going to post something at nine at night because it tells me that there is no one online, all these kind of things. But if not, I don't really overthink it. I'm you don't feel it as a burden, anything.
0: so to speak. Yeah, Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And that's, for me, it, it needs to be something fun. It has to be yeah. cool for me. It's not a, of course, I take it seriously in a way that it brings me clients, but I'm not trying to be too self-conscious about it, or you know, yeah, like, yeah it has to be nice. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just a social media, you know.
0: Yeah.
2: So, yeah.
0: That's, that's, that's good to hear. Like, I, th- I feel like, We both use that in a somewhat similar way, I guess, Luke. It's different with front because obviously we're trying to promote and build something, and some things work better than other things do. But it's at the end of the day, we don't want to worry too much. I mean, we don't really care. I mean, people will find out about other people if they look hard enough, right? It's not about likes or followers or anything, it's about Promoting what you're you're promoting for whatever reason that might be, right? Whether it's
2: exactly. just a pretty yeah.
0: picture or whether it's something yeah. more deeper than that. Yeah. And that, that kind of leads me on to my next question. So, do you ever kind of switch off of, from photography? Do you ever like learn to put the camera down, or is it just more? No, you've got the camera with you. If you see an opportunity, you're going to take something. Mm,
2: it depends. Uh, this as well. I'm not really too self-conscious about it. You know, I don't force myself to put it down or to take it as well. Like for example, I went to Madrid this weekend. Uh, just with my best friends. It wasn't like uh, photography stuff. And I think I maybe took one or two pictures. And yeah. then I had just a disposable camera, you know. Oh, wow. and I still wanted to take some pictures, but I didn't want to. Because the thing with photography, when I take pictures, I'm in the moment. Because I'm observing everything. I'm very present, but not really for the others, you know. I'm kind yeah, of yeah. in my bubble. So I was like, I'm going to take it in case I feel like taking. And then I was like, you know what, no. And I didn't pressure myself yeah, um, yeah. usually good. i love yeah i love to take like uh make a little series but it's okay i didn't do it i so yeah i just do like a feel as well yeah no, pressure, no pressure whatsoever
0: that's good to hear though Like but to be fair like that was one of the reasons that me and luke talk about this all the time because would it be fair to say luke you're not the biggest fan on point and shoot cameras
1: on point and shoot yeah, I thought I'd found a camera I really liked, but like I say, you can't turn the flash off. So I like... <laughs> Just no. put a,
2: maybe a piece of uh, you know piece of yeah, yeah, tape, yeah. tape or something.
1: Yeah. See, I, I, love, I love a point-and-shoot
0: because I feel like there's no excuse not to have it, if you know what I mean? Like, you know, I would rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it, I guess. And I feel like yeah. with a point-and-shoot, like, like you said, if you're with a group of friends or if you're doing something that isn't there to go and take photos of, right... But if yeah. the opportunity presents itself, pulling out a quick camera exactly back, is, yeah. is there, and you might not use it. You might you might burn through a roll yeah. of film. You might just what well, you know. We have both got the little Ricoh GR two. Oh, it's no. fantastic, right? But yeah. again, I would rather have it and not not use it than than not have it. I guess. But exactly, I, yeah. It is nice yeah. to put the camera down sometimes. I guess. That's
2: why I want
1: to find yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think my my what, everything I've used so far has been a combination of. I don't really like using it and I don't like the results yes. so what's the point <laughs> like if you're, nice long, if you're getting really beautiful results or oh, the results weren't so great but ah oh, it's so fun to use but I'm like I have got no. this one that I thought this is the one for me I researched it I like the way it looks and it's quite small and I went out and it was really misty and it wouldn't fire because it couldn't find anything to focus because it's like only uh, auto focus
2: yeah,
1: yeah. and I was like take <laughs> and it wouldn't do it and I'd gone out on purpose to take like see so all these trees in the mist the other day it's so yeah,
2: frustrating it. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah,
0: it's been great to have a chat with you. Yeah, I thank you so much. If we don't speak to you, I'm sure I'll drop you a few messages just because I'm annoying like that. But if I don't speak to you...
2: Anytime, no worries, anytime. So, so I, I hope I, I didn't go to French sometime <laughs> when uh, la la, la, no I was talking Oh no way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Say hello to your wife first. I sure will. We'll
2: <laughs> <too>. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. I talk have you a good one. Thank Bye. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.